When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing Azkaban Prison. This will include discussions surrounding the island that it's on, when the prison was introduced, who created the prison itself, and where the island actually is. Considered by many to be reminiscent of the depths of hell, Azkaban Prison would be the last place that a witch or wizard in the Harry Potter universe would want to end up. In fact, the name Azkaban even backs up this horrific reputation, a sinister name that was created through combining Alcatraz, a famous Muggle Island prison, and Abaddon, the Hebrew word for place of destruction or depths of hell. But where did this terrible place come from? Was the island that housed Azkaban prison always a magnet for dark magic? Before the fortress was built, what was the island like? The truth is, before the dark wizard known as Acrisdis ever set foot on the island, Azkaban was an island just like any other. When we think of the significant dark wizards in wizarding history, Acrisdis isn't necessarily the most well known, but after this video, he might just be the first dark wizard that comes to mind. You see, Acrisdis was a practitioner of the worst kinds of dark arts imaginable. Very little is known about Acrisdis other than the fact that he was alive during the 15th century and that he was evil, pure evil. No one even knows his nationality. But what we do know is that Acrisdis was the first dark wizard or maybe even the first person to ever step foot on the island that would later support Azkaban's dark fortress. While traveling in the 15th century, Acrisdis stumbled upon the island, which at the time had no infrastructure to speak of. However, it wasn't long before Acrisdis made the island his own little dark arts experiment, placing all sorts of charms in the unclaimed territory. One of the first charms that Acrisdis placed on the island was a concealment charm, preventing anyone other than him from intentionally locating it. For this reason, Azkaban has never appeared on any map, muggle or magical. All we know is that it's located in the North Sea, a marginal sea of the Atlantic Ocean located between Great Britain, Denmark, Norway, Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium, and France. This was the beginning of the island's turn for the worse. After placing the concealment charms on the island, Acrisdis began his twisted dark arts experiments by luring muggle sailors to the island. After capturing them, Acrisdis would torture and eventually murder them, using whatever twisted abilities he had in his magical arsenal to ensure maximum suffering. And what did Acrisdis need to conduct these horrific experiments? Why, a fortress, of course. Not long after his experiments began, Acrisdis erected a gigantic, dark fortress terrifying enough to strike fear into even the most courageous witches and wizards. This continued for many, many years, claiming a vast number of victims. 
Eventually, after enough torture and murder, Echristus had completely lost touch with reality. The dark wizard who was hopping mad before landing on the island had reached an entirely new level of insanity, the product of constant experimentation with dark magic. It was in his state of complete madness that many suspect Echristus created the first ever Dementors, the aftermath of all of those tortured sailors. Dementors are among the foulest creatures that walk this earth. They infest the darkest, filthiest places. They glory in decay and despair. They drain peace, hope, and happiness out of the air around them. Even muggles feel their presence, though they can't see them. Get too near a Dementor and every good feeling, every happy memory will be sucked out of you. If it can, the Dementor will feed on you long enough to reduce you to something like itself, soulless and evil. You'll be left with nothing but the worst experiences of your life. It wasn't until many, many years later, when Echristus finally died, that the concealment charms on the island faded away, finally revealing the island to others. The giant island, which Echristus had enlarged, simply appeared out of nowhere, which prompted the Ministry of Magic at the time to investigate. Those who entered to investigate refused afterwards to talk of what they had found inside, but the least frightening part of it was that the place was infested with Dementors. Many in authority thought Azkaban an evil place that was best destroyed. Others were afraid of what might happen to the Dementors infesting the building if they deprived them of their home. The creatures were already strong and impossible to kill. Many feared a horrible revenge if they took away a habitat where they appeared to thrive. The very walls of the building seemed steeped in misery and pain, and the Dementors were determined to cling to it. Experts who had studied buildings built with and around dark magic contended that Azkaban might wreak its own revenge upon anybody attempting to destroy it. The fortress was therefore left abandoned for many years, a home to continually breeding Dementors. As mentioned above, after the initial attempts to survey the island, the decision was made to leave the island alone entirely. This decision was driven mainly out of the fear that anyone attempting to destroy it would be met with the island's revenge. However, shortly after the International Statute of Wizarding Secrecy was introduced in 1689, that all changed. Upon the signature of the International Statute of Secrecy in 1689, wizards went into hiding for good. It was natural, perhaps, that they formed their own small communities within a community. Many small villages and hamlets attracted several magical families, who banded together for mutual support and protection. The Minister for Magic at the time, and the second ever official Minister for Magic, I might add, was Damocles Raoul. Raoul took over from Ulick Gamp and integrated being tough on muggles into his election campaign. However, in later years, Raoul did take things too far, eventually being censored by the International Confederation of Wizards and being forced to step down. Before all of this, though, it occurred to Raoul that the system for imprisoning witches and wizards at that time was no longer going to work, primarily due to concerns surrounding security. You see, before Azkaban became the spot for imprisoning witches and wizards, there were many, many different locations that someone who broke wizarding law could be locked up. The Ministry of Magic felt that the small wizarding prisons that existed up and down the country in various towns and villages posed a security risk, 
because attempts by incarcerated witches and wizards to break out often led to undesirable bangs, smells, and light shows. A purpose-built prison, located on some remote Hebridean island, was preferred, and plans had been drawn up when Damocles Rowell became Minister for Magic. The International Statute of Secrecy was introduced in 1689, and Rowell didn't take over until 1718. This meant that for nearly two decades prior to Rowell taking over, the wizarding prison issue had been on their radar. However, Rowell didn't agree with the existing plans to create a new, purpose-built prison. Instead, he pushed and pushed to utilize the existing infrastructure at Azkaban. Rowell was an authoritarian who'd risen to power on an anti-muggle agenda, capitalizing on the anger felt by much of the wizarding community at being forced to go underground. Sadistic by nature, Rowell scrapped the plans for the new prison at once and insisted on using Azkaban. He claimed that the Dementors living there were an advantage. They could be harnessed as guards, saving the ministry time, trouble, and expense. In spite of opposition from many wizards, among them experts on both Dementors and buildings with Azkaban's kind of dark history, Roll carried out his plan and soon a steady trickle of prisoners had been placed there. None ever emerged. If they were not mad and dangerous before being placed in Azkaban, they swiftly became so. Raoul continued in his role for a number of years before being ousted, and was eventually succeeded by the third ever Minister for Magic, Perseus Parkinson, who shared similarly hateful views on muggles, even going as far as to try and ban witches and wizards from marrying muggles. Raoul was succeeded by Perseus Parkinson, who was likewise pro-Azkaban, by the time that Eldritch Diggory took over as Minister for Magic, the prison had been operating for 15 years. There had been no breakouts and no breaches of security. The new prison seemed to be working well. It was only when Diggory went to visit that he realized exactly what conditions inside were like. Prisoners were mostly insane, and a graveyard had been established to accommodate those that died of despair. By the time Eldritch Diggory, the only minister who may have actually opposed the use of Azkaban, took over, it was too late, as Azkaban had proven itself a competent holding facility. However, he did still question the use of Dementors as prison guards, launching a committee to look into things further. Back in London, Diggory established a committee to explore alternatives to Azkaban, or at least to remove the Dementors as guards. Experts explained to him that the only reason the Dementors were mostly confined to the island was that they were being provided with a constant supply of souls on which to feed. If deprived of prisoners, they were likely to abandon the prison and head for the mainland. This advice notwithstanding, Diggory had been so horrified by what he had seen inside Azkaban that he pressed the committee to find alternatives. Before they could reach any decision, however, Diggory caught dragonpox and died. Diggory tried his best during his years as minister to find a replacement for the Dementors that inhabited Azkaban, but due to his untimely death at the hands of dragonpox, this plan never came to fruition. After Diggory, no minister for magic questioned the activities of Azkaban for 265 years, with minister after minister choosing to turn a blind eye to the inhumane conditions inside of the fortress. As awful as the fortress was, it was effective as a prison, and its existence meant that the terrifying Dementors inhabiting the island were accounted for.
It wasn't until Kingsley Shacklebolt took over in 1998 that things were revisited, with Shacklebolt purging the prison of Dementors. To this day, Azkaban Prison is still used by the Ministry of Magic, but it's a lot different than it used to be. Gone are the days of horrifying Dementors patrolling the fortress. Instead, the Ministry of Magic utilizes auras as guards who are regularly rotated from the mainland. While it's certainly no island paradise, the walls of Azkaban are a touch less dismal than they used to be. Where before a sentence in Azkaban could rob you of your humanity, the new Azkaban just might offer the right witch or wizard a chance at rehabilitation. And that's it for this video. Did you know about Azkaban's rich history? The creation of the Dementors? Echrisdis? If you have any questions, leave them in the comment section below. Until next time, remember, it matters not what someone is born, but what they grow to be.